bed. It's hard to get up the energy to even stick a fork in a wall socket. Mom's temporary duty assignment is over in two days. That gives me 48 hours to make up my mind. A hundred and fifty feet straight down at the base of the cliffs I'm standing on top of, the waves churn white against some spiked rocks stabbing up above the water. That's where I'd land. Death would be instantaneous. That's a plus. Put that one in the pro column. I hold my arms out, and a muggy breeze off the East China Sea lofts the hair up off the back of my sweaty neck. In spite of the steam bath humidity, I still feel like a dried-up leaf, all withered and brown from not being attached to anything, anywhere, in such a long time. It seems like the slightest gust of wind should be enough to blow me off this cliff and out of this life. I wish it would. I'm terminally sick of not being able to decide, of being trapped in this cycle of what my mom would call fiddle-fucking-around. Indecision is something they cut out of her in NCO leadership school. They recently changed the name to the Warrior Leader Course. My mom, though, she never needed a title to tell her what to become. Shit or get off the pot has always been her mantra that and get her done. She regularly surprises people because she sounds so country but looks so Asian since she's half Okinawan, which is why I stupidly thought that transferring here would be like returning to some magical ancestral homeland where we would instantly be treated like family. Didn't quite turn out that way, to say the least. I experiment with tipping forward. My weight shifts onto the balls of my feet, and my stomach drops worse than if I'd already taken the leap and landed hard. That's part of the test. Maybe if I push myself this close to the edge, I'll smoke out a deeply hidden reason for going on living. And maybe psychedelic rainbows and sparkling unicorns will fly out of my ass and I'll love life again. I'd be open to that. I take it up a notch. I close my eyes, raise my arms higher, and sag into the wind. The instant I do, I'm filled with a weird sense of being watched. But not by a bunch of pervs egging someone perched at the edge of a high-rise to do it, to jump. It's more like someone, a lot of someones, are out there, waiting, inviting me to join them. And Cody is with them. I feel her presence. She's waiting for us to be together again, and all I have to do is let go. I'm tilting forward, about to let go, when two ropey arms clamp onto me from behind. Hey, Luce. Kirby Kenshaw's greeting is an air rifle puff of beer breath against my neck. What you doing, Tiger Woods? I open my eyes. Clouds again cover the moon. I inhale once, twice, and shift from being a body on the spiked rocks far below back to being Luce James, new girl at a new base, hanging out with her latest group of quasis 
the semi-stranger. Friend-esque beings that I meet at a new assignment, then just about, almost, but not quite get to know right before we're transferred again. Tiger Woods, where you been, girl? Hey, Lucky Charms. Kirby is Lucky Charms for his red hair, a tall, lanky, demented leprechaun of a lad who's been held back at school a few times. Kirby Kernshaw is one of those gingers whose freckles blend into his lips. I'm Tiger Woods, since it's easy shorthand for part Okinawan, part Filipina, part Missouri redneck, part miscellaneous. You know, your basic caramel person. Uh, Kirby, you want to stop grinding your stiffy into my butt? He laughs, but doesn't turn me loose. Curbs, for serious, get your hand off my boob.